I'm R.J. Cutler. I am the director, writer, and producer of Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry. My Invisalign has... I have taken out my Invisalign. I have taken out my Invisalign, and this is the album. This is my parents' bed, and I sleep in here because I'm scared of monsters. Today's the day to celebrate. We made this album in a bedroom at our house that we grew up in, so it's really like anything is possible. I honestly don't know how any artist of any age is doing it without a parent. Is that Million? Yeah. Oh my god. Step on the glass, staple your tongue, bury a friend. I wanna end me. Bad. Again. End me. Nope. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna end me. Boom. I wanna end me. Woo! I oh gotta sell my soul. Cause I can't say no, no, I can't say no. Sounds pretty horrible. I think it sounds kinda awesome. It's pretty bad. It is a horrible time to be a teenager. Kids are depressed. I look into the crowd and I see every single person in there is going through something. And I have the same problem. I was like, why don't I turn this into art instead of just living with it. Hey, you guys need to be okay, because y'all are the reason I'm okay, okay? Let me let you go. You have to have faith. You have to do your best. Live your best life. Because what else? I could lie, say I like it like that, like it like that. Billie Eilish, the world's a little blurry. Streaming exclusively on Apple TV Plus, February 26th. That is the trailer for the documentary, Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry. Streaming exclusively on Apple TV Plus from February 26th. And this is Factual America. We're brought to you by Alamo Pictures, a London-based production company making documentaries about America for international audiences. Today, you're in for a treat. We're talking about Grammy Award-winning teenage pop sensation Billie Eilish specifically the documentary about her that will be released on February 26th. And it is our pleasure then to welcome back legendary award-winning director R.J. Cutler to talk about Billie Eilish and his groundbreaking film. Uh, R.J., welcome back to Factual America. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Well, it's great to have you on. Uh, again, the film that we've uh, heard and seen a trailer, Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry, uh, once again, releases on February 26th, streaming exclusively on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, I understand there's also a, a theatrical release. Is that right? It sure is, yeah. Our partners at Neon are releasing throughout the world, and uh, it's, it's in IMAX theaters all over the world. Um, I think, that, yeah, they've got big plans. So, Excellent. So as, as uh, COVID regulations uh, allow, Mm -hmm. uh, there'll be opportunities to see it uh, in movie theaters and also, uh, of course, to watch it uh, on Apple TV+. Plus. All right. I had the opportunity to watch it on a uh, laptop, but I can only imagine what this thing would be like on, in IMAX. And I can... Well, the sound is sick. The sound is <laughs> sick. I really. And um, 
uh, we make, we got to mix it on, uh, on, the, on a beautiful old soundstage at the, at Sony over the holidays. So nobody was there. The lot was empty and there we were on the Burt Lancaster soundstage. Oh my God. <laughs> it was crazy. And yeah. it sounds like you wouldn't believe uh, really. And, um, uh, Aaron Forbes, who's uh, uh, Billy's music director, uh, oversaw the mix of her performances, uh, and is just a genius. And it was a it was a thing of beauty. Well, even just on my little headphones, it was amazing. Um, okay. I mean, uh, hands up. I mean, I'm I've probably didn't haven't knowingly necessarily listened to Billie Eilish in my life, but uh, I was I was blown away by the by the by the music and and the sound. Um, I'm so glad. Well, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast uh, again. Uh, you've won many awards and accolades, but uh, just so you know, you're the first person to be a repeat guest on Factual America. So you always <laughs> well, that is will now be at the at the top of the list. Of, yeah, there we will have we'll have to send accomplishments. You, <laughs> we'll have to make a little statuette or something and send thank it. To you. Well, thank, yeah. you, thank you, thank you, uh, <laughs> RJ. Accept. If I may, well, I'm I'm glad you accept and do do accept my compliments because uh, I'm not just saying this. I'm I think you've outdone yourself this time. What do you think? It's an incredible film. <laughs> I'm, I love this film. I, lo I, lo I do. I'm very proud of it. I, I feel like, um, you know, Billy and her family gave us the great gift of trust and uh, and and giving mm -hmm. us such uh, unfettered access over a, a really a full year, and um, and then in handing over the several hard drives of family archival material and uh it's hard work to make a a film that you like um mm -hmm. but i i worked with a, an incredible team of collaborators and i'm just yeah we're really excited to share it with the world very excited well, maybe you can uh, i mean what are people going to see when they finally get to stream this doc um <laughs> just to give them a little taster of what's what they're in store for well, uh, it is the story of a year in Billie Eilish's life, and it's the year of it's her seventeenth year. So, um, so it happens to be the year that she she writes and releases her her debut album, uh, uh, "When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go?" And uh, so, so you see the creation of that album, and you see uh, what happens when it's released. Um, but it's also the story of a young woman who is becoming, a crossing the threshold between childhood and adulthood. And you see that, and it's very much a personal story. It's an emotional narrative. It's, a it's a family story. It's the story mm -hmm. of, uh, two parents who, uh, whose, whose daughter is becoming, uh, uh, Billie Eilish yeah. and whose daughter is becoming Billie Eilish. And uh, and that's a that's a beautiful thing, uh, and and also is full of a story full of drama and emotion, and uh, um, and then it's the story of two siblings who have created something extraordinary together, uh, Billy and Phineas. Of, of mm. course, uh, for those who don't know, they they co-write all their songs together and they perform together, and and uh, while while Billy is the you know the 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 front man. Um, uh, Phineas is the producer, and it's an ex it's a remarkable co collaboration. Uh, and so you see all of that, and all of this. The, the, there are lots of twists and turns, and mm -hmm. you know it's a it's a it's a great yarn, I think, and um, and uh, and a full meal. Yeah. It's a it's a you know it's a two hour and twenty minute film. There there's there's performance. It's a musical. It's uh, 
there's an intermission. It's, you know, I was going to say it's, it's, it's a good way to spend. It's a good way to spend the day <laughs> or yeah. the night. It's a good way to spend the night. Uh, Billy suggests you, you get a blanket and light a candle and snuggle up with friends and family and, and that's the way she has suggested you watch it. I, uh, I, I like the idea of folks uh, seeing it in theaters or before in front of the uh, best TV in their house or with the best pair of headphones if they're watching on their, on their computers so that uh, they can appreciate the full, uh, the full, full beauty of the sound. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it a second time. Even I'm going to get my teenagers to sit down and watch with me, uh, something they don't usually do. And, uh, <laughs> and I think they will uh, certainly will enjoy it. I mean, as you alluded to, there's or not just alluded, mentioned, I mean, there's so much going on here. Uh, the album, con amazing concert footage, uh, the Coachella Music Festival, um, even them recording the Bond theme was a was an amazing uh, sort of scenes or two. Yes, but, under a tight deadline. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a, we can talk more about that too. But uh, and as you say, we also watch her in everyday life. I mean, humble middle class bungalow that they live in. I mean, studying for her driving test. They record songs in Phineas's bedroom. I mean, that's yeah. uh, it's 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 so normal. This is why I say it's quite. It's it's really functioning on two planes. I mean, on some level, she's 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 part deity and mm. and part human, and yeah. it's 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 you know it's like the Superman story. She's 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 very much uh, um, she's very much struggling uh, and dealing and confronting yeah. all of the things that a seventeen year old struggles with, deals with, and confronts. And you and you see those things and. Um, and and also she's um, she's writing about them, and she's sharing them with her audience, and she's you know she's creating great art, and and yeah. it's a it's yeah it's it's awesome to watch. I mean uh, yes, and you know like you said she's a teenager with teenage crushes, and then she gets to meet her teenage crushes in real life, you know. Um, so it's this two planes almost. Um, she meets yeah. people like Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. Doesn't even realize it's Orlando Bloom. I must say I didn't at first either. Uh, Justin Bieber and others. And then there she is at home sleeping in her parents' bed because um, she's scared of monsters, as, as the trailer says and the film says. And uh, having her brother try to trick her into recording a hit song and things like this and the, the natural tensions that you've, you get between creative uh, forces. Um, it is, it is, it is quite amazing to, to see. Um, and then you've got this, I mean, amazing concert footage. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there is a, there is a lot of performance. My goal was kind of to create a musical um, mm. and for this to, to function as a musical so that, um, you know, we were very deliberate in the, in the pieces of music that we chose. The entire score is by Billie Eilish and and uh, and Phineas. It is very. It is um, uh, the 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 underscoring is all uh, um, uh, taken from stems of their music, uh, and and we uh, we use that music as as part of the narrative and the construct of the film. But then the songs that she sings, and there there are well over twenty performances in the in the mm -hmm. film, are are specifically chosen. Uh, both for their narrative and their emotional content. Um, and sometimes we play those performances out in full because that's mm -hmm. what the narrative and the emotional moment in the film call for. 
um, and, and it's a, you know, it's so, so yeah, there's that whole other layer to it in the way that with musicals, there's that, that, that whole other, um, a whole other layer. And we film the performances in a very, um, in a way I think most viewers w won't be familiar with. Uh, mm. it, it, we, we, we kind of forego the, what has become the more kind of familiar swooping camera on a jib arm look that you you know that yeah. that you recognize from from so much concert footage that you see and instead we're we're in an intimate space and in an intimate moment with billy and yeah. uh, you know my direction to the dp was i i want to feel her breathing on stage i want the Amazing. audience to connect with her emotionally in the same way that her audience is connecting with her emotionally and i want the film experience of her performance to um, be unique so that even if you've seen her in concert, seeing her perform mm. in the style that we filmed her in would still be uh, brand new to you. And, and I'm, I'm excited about what the results are. Yeah. And I think you captured some, I mean, she does big stadiums. She also does some th venues that seem pretty intimate. By comparison yeah wide um, range sure yeah and uh, also um i mean the thing that struck me was i mean i've been to my share of concerts way back when and festivals and whatever but uh uh and people know the song words to the songs of their favorite artists and thing but i don't remember seeing an audience that seemed to be hanging on every single syllable of every word like they do at, at her concerts um was that your, I mean, that's what you capture. That was that, was that your experience? Yeah, Bill, Billie Eilish's connection to her audience is very deep and powerful. She speaks to it uh, uh, in the film, of course. Uh, yeah. She says that, that I don't think of them as, as my fans. I think of them as part of me. I think that what connects them and makes them part of each other is her art, her music, her words, her music, her performance. And people feel it very, very deeply. Uh, of course, her, her audience has expanded. Uh, mm. I think she had maybe five or six million uh, followers on Instagram when I, when I met her, probably fewer. <laughs> and she now has, I think, 74, 75 million. Yeah. Um, so her, her audience has certainly expanded with her uh, enormous success of the last year. But that, that connection I, I, I haven't seen it change. And it's, it's, you know, it's, look, she carries the weight of her audience's pain and of mm -hmm. her audience's joy, even as she carries the weight of her own pain and her own joy. Yeah. But this is who she is. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a, uh, I think a shamanistic element to it. I think mm -hmm. there's a, you know, it's, 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 it's big stuff. Yeah. She's, you know, she's speaking to millions. Yeah. Uh, and they're hearing her and they're feeling her and they're connecting with her. Yeah. And uh, it's just the way it is, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's, 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 it's pretty special. It's pretty special. It's, it's pretty amazing to watch. I must, I must say, uh, we're going to go for an early break here and then we'll be right back with, uh, with you, RJ, to discuss, to take that line of questioning further. Cause I think it's a very interesting point. You're listening to factual America. Subscribe to our mailing list or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Alamo Pictures to keep up to date with new releases or upcoming shows. 
Check out the show notes to learn more about the program, our guests, and the team behind the production. Now back to Factual America. Welcome back to Factual America. I'm with R.J. Cutler, award-winning director, producer, and writer of Billie Eilish, The World's A Little Blurry, uh, streaming exclusively on Apple TV Plus from February 26th, limited theatrical release with Neon throughout, well, I shouldn't say limited, it's throughout the world, actually. If your country has movie theaters, <laughs> Neon's going to get it into them. <laughs> exactly. And if you've got IMAX, even better. Um, even better. My, even, even my even my little town here in the uh, the UK has got an IMAX theater now, so I'm looking forward to that opening up again. Awesome. Uh, um, so we we've you know you you're on here before. We discussed uh, Belushi. It's been a bu- busy few months for you. Um, we talked about your uh, mentor uh, D. A. Pennybaker. Uh, you know, and he did Don't Look Back. Uh, but and on that film, sort of Dylan creates this on-screen persona, but with can you speak to, with Billie Eilish, I get the feeling what we see is, what you see is what you get. I believe so. Uh, in my experience, that is absolutely true. And, you know, I, 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 I like to point out, it's very, the creation of a persona is a very challenging thing to pull off. Yeah. Uh, quite honestly, I don't believe Billie has a, a, any interest in, in artifice. Mm. Uh, she, she, she is who she is. And I think that is a big, part of her great appeal. And so how did you get involved? How does a middle-aged man, award-winning director, get involved with a, uh, with a, uh, a documentary about an up-and-coming, I mean, she'd kind of already arrived, but up-and-coming uh, pop star, pop sensation? Well, uh, I, 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 I recognize why you refer to me as a middle-aged man, but the truth is that I identify as a teenage uh, girl. So, um, uh, and, I, and I shared that with Billy uh, during our first meeting. Um, and, and I think she appreciated that. So uh, uh, I was invited to meet with her and, uh, and with her family and, 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 and went to their home in Highland Park, the film, very home you see in the film, and, uh, and sat with them in their backyard and had a, you know, just a very, uh, a conversation not unlike this one. Yeah. Uh, in which we talked about process and how I approached filmmaking, which is, you know, very organic, very mm-hmm. easy. You know, we don't really do anything, to be honest. We really yeah. just, we, 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 our goal is to see things as, uh, as clearly as possible and to, you know, we, we, we only want to film what, what would be happening, whether we were there to film it or not. We, mm-hmm. uh, and we aim to impact our environment as minimally as possible. And, um, you know, I, as I explained to people, I'm not looking to be a fly on the wall. I'm too big for that. Um, I'm, I'm simply looking to, you know, to, for you to be as hopefully as comfortable with me and my crew as, as you are with anybody with whom you're mm. fully comfortable being yourself. And that's, that's our goal and our approach. And, you know, we, we, we don't want to f- film anybody who doesn't want to be filmed or in, mm. in circumstances where people are uncomfortable. And, you know, sure enough, it's, it, it turns out to be a very successful organic process that um, natural, that mm. um, that's, that that's easy for people. And, um, mm. and uh, it was a great meeting. And, 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 and I asked her what she, what she thought. What would a film like her be like? And uh, and I had no idea. You know, I, I'm not. It's an. It, I had no idea what to expect her response to be. And she said she thought it should be like The Office. 
uh, which uh, the TV series, yeah. uh, the the UK TV series that of course had so much success in the states and right. uh, in its adapted uh, form, and, and and she's a huge fan of it. And uh, interesting. And 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 I, 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 it took me a minute to realize what what she was referring to and what I believed that she was referring to is that, that there are there are characters, particularly the John Krasinski character in right. that in the U.S. version of The Office, right. uh, who have a unique relationship to the camera. Occasionally, they will glance to the camera and they will connect uh. to the audience through the camera. And 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 as you know, having seen the film, there are a couple of moments, only a couple, but they are key moments where Billy has that relationship to the camera mm. in which she looks at you, the audience member, looking at her as if to say, I see you, I know you are there, I see you can, watching me, seeing me, connecting to me, hello. And, uh, and, and I was excited, and I think so was she, that we were able to include a few of those moments very subtle at key times yeah. uh, in the storytelling uh, in the film. And, you know, so you had, uh, I mean, it must have been cha challenging because as we find out, she's in a, more than just an aspiring director herself, isn't she? She doesn't. Uh, she's she a great director. Is she? She's a great director. Yeah, she's got full vision, man. Like yeah. you see it, you see it in the film. One of the very first scenes, she's conceiving of, of the music video for when the party's over and, and, yeah. and, and her detail, the yeah. specificity where yeah. the table leg is, exactly. how wide, where she wants the camera, how she wants the camera to move, how she doesn't want the camera to move. Yeah. Don't zoom. Yeah, exactly. Don't right? be like those cheesy directors that are yes, always zooming yes, in. Yes, yes, yeah. very, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she is very specific um, and she's great at it and she's great at it. And, and uh, you know, I, 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 there are there are those who believe that her, you know she'll eventually her career will be as much about directing as it is about um, as it is about creating music. I will tell you what she didn't have any interest in was directing a documentary. <laughs> uh, uh, and um, when we met, we agreed that I would have final cut. It's a really mm. important part of my process. It it, it it unburdens the subject, mm. um, and it and it. Uh, credentializes the film as authentic. Uh, it's, it's here I am. I, you know, mm. when I have final cut, I get to come on your show and say, yeah. I have final cut. And that's yeah. the end of it. And um, uh, so there, there isn't a question of if there's a, uh, uh, you know, whatever. It's, 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 no, it's a, a filmmaker. It's not only the final cut of the film that I am in control of. This is the director's cut of the film. This is yeah. exactly the way I want the film to be. So, um, and, and, and perhaps given that, or perhaps given that, you know, documentary isn't really, she's a, you know, I know she loved the Justin Bieber documentaries, mm -hmm. but I'm not, I, 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 it's not like she, it wasn't part of the discussion. Mm. What will this film be? How will, uh, well, after we had that first meeting, yeah. you know, we agreed on approach. I think we agreed without saying it out loud that we enjoyed yeah. each other's company and we thought it would be fun to spend a year <laughs> together and, yeah. and, and make some art in the way that, uh, that, yeah. that we had uh, agreed on the approach. We would, we would mm. make some art together. And, um, you know, I knew she'd want to come to the, to the mix uh, and and listen to her performances uh, because she said so that first time we met and sure enough she did uh, and it was great it couldn't have been more gratifying uh, of course she you know and I want to say of course but 
the, the good news is she loved what she heard. Um, mm. But um, but but for all of her enormous directing talent, uh, as I say, she 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 demonstrated uh, uh, pretty much zero interest in directing this film. Okay, and and restraint. I mean, so you had full access. You basically live with them for a year, I think you've said, uh, and you go on the road with them around the world. Um, I mean, did you have any idea what you were gonna? I mean, when you do this, it's not just specific to this film, but do, when you start getting those cameras rolling, do you know what you're gonna, what you're going to capture? No, this is the beauty. This yeah. is the beauty of what we get to do. We're we're we. Here's what we know: we're going to capture life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But what we don't know, as because no one knows, is what life is going to bring you. You don't. Yeah. You don't know, and you. You're. You're. You, you know what? I, I, the 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 story I always tell is. Uh, did we talk it? Forgive me if we spoke about this before. But the great yeah. Wayne Gretzky, uh, the hockey player. Uh, do you know Wayne Gretzky? Wayne Gretzky was one of the, the greatest athletes who ever lived. And, uh, and uh, I'm aware of him, but uh, our listeners, your just, audiences you know, might not be, but he yeah. was the great, the greatest hockey player to ever live, and one of the greatest athletes to ever live. And mm. he, he, he uh, and you know, ice hockey people skate around hitting a puck with their with their Those hockey sticks. stick. Yeah. Okay, and uh, and and Gretzky never gave interviews. And one day he, did, he deigned to give an interview. He was at the height of his powers, and the the interviewer said, "Tell us, great one, how is it? How do you do what you do? What is your secret? Tell us, tell us." And Gretzky said, "Well, it's quite simple. I just follow the puck." <laughs> And we were all like, oh my God, he just <laughs> follows the puck. Everybody else is trying to get the puck to do what they want it to do. Mm -hmm. Gretzky just follows the puck. Well, that's our challenge. We have yeah. to follow the puck. We may want the story to go a certain way, but it doesn't matter what we want. And so yeah. we don't, we choose not to want. We choose simply to see as clearly as we can. And, uh, and then, um, we, you know, then wonder yeah. what we'll see next. And then what you get to see, one of the many things we get to see, as you say, we get to see life, is you didn't know she was going to go on and to earn five Grammys. And, you know, as five you Grammys, say, I didn't know that her album was going to be the number yeah. one album. I, we didn't know that her songs were going to be number one songs. We didn't know, you know, there was a sense that this would be big, but there, I don't think anyone dared that, that on Grammy night, the hope was that she would win Best New Artist. And right. It wasn't a shoe-in. There were some yeah. great new artists. Lizzo, yeah. Lizzo had had a you know had an amazing year, and not just the, the two of them. There was it was a highly competitive field for all of the awards, but yeah. this was Billy's year. What surprised you most as part of that year, following her around? I think the thing that I had to catch up with was that I'm not sure I've ever made a film about a subject whose life is changing so much mm. every day. Yeah. Every day, every week, every month was a, an astounding transformation. Hey, listen, being 17, turning, mm. you know, starting at 16, becoming 18, there's a lot of change. Yeah. But add that to being Billie Eilish, before the album came out to Billie Eilish on Grammy night, there's so much transformation. And that means for those around her, there's so much transformation for her family, for Phineas, for mm. uh, her parents, for her friends, for her team, just, just 
a constant transformation. So we had to, we had to, we had to catch that. We had to realize, oh, I see. Everything's changing. Everything's, oh, it's changing again. Oh, it's, you know, yeah. and um, that, that was, uh, that was an important part of the process kind of, as I say, catching up to that fact. Yeah. And as you've already said, I mean, these, you know, and as we know, great documentaries are about so many things and you've already mentioned a lot of the, right at the beginning from the get go, the, the, the big themes uh, that are, that are captured here and observed um, in, in the film. Um, you know, we certainly see the creative process at work, um, being a teenager in the, in the 2020s, the, the music industry, social media, as we've alluded to. Um, I mean, let's, let's look at this. See, I mean, I think you do a very good job of documenting the, for lack of better putting it, way of putting it, the angst of the artist. Uh, I mean, she is a teenage girl, but, you know, she has creative differences with Phineas at times. Um, she hates her voice. She doesn't like what she's, you know, how, you know, the typical, what you might say is typical teenager, but it is interesting to see because she is Billie Eilish. It's funny. I thought you were going to say what you might see as a typical artist, but it's both, yeah. of course. Yeah. It's both. Yeah. I mean, she's demanding, she's exacting, she's, she, she displeases herself. Yeah. Uh, right. Did we just describe the teenager or the artist? Yeah, exactly. Uh, she's, um, she's, she's a perfectionist. Um, and, um, uh, and she, de and, and, the, and what we learn is that it, it has to be meaningful to her. It has to yeah. be meaningful to her. Well, that's a very, that's rigor. That's artistic yeah. rigor in, in, from a 16 year old. Yeah. There's a scene in the movie where Bill, as you know, where Billy is 16 years old and the question arises about making a hit song that's accessible to everybody. Yeah. And Billy's like, what do those words mean? Yeah. I do not understand what those words mean. Mm. She knows what a hit song is, but they're yeah. talking about the word accessible. Yeah. It's like, what? Like, what, yeah. why would I write a song that's accessible to everyone? I have to write a song that's meaningful to me. Yeah. And then, and, and she's honest about not loving it, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it's hard. You know, it, it, you can tell we're talking, this is our second conversation. I love making documentary films. I love it. But yeah. I can't tell you the number of times during the making of a documentary film that I can't stand its guts. <laughs> I hate it. And I never want to do it again. That's what this is. That's what this is. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what it's like. That's how you get to the point yeah. where you love it is by suffering through the point where you hate it. And that's, you know, and you get to see that with Billy. You can't, it's, you know, you say we capture it. It's there. It's, yeah. it's yeah. It, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's what happens. Yeah. Her mother even says, well, your next uh, album, you're not, you're not going to write any of the songs. She goes, I'm not, there's not going to be another album. You know I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you must Everyone's, think that. Uh, yeah. I, I think that's a very, I mean, we end the scene on that because it's such mm. a, a kind of resonant, anybody who's ever created knows what that feels like. You know, it's like, no mas, no mas. Exactly. You know? And all these pressures on the shoulders of a, of a, of a teenage of a child. girl. Of a child. Of a child. Yes. Yeah, I, right. yes. Yes. I completely right. agree. All these pressures on her shoulders, all these careers, all these lives all these livelihoods, all their families, 
yeah. all these fans who depend on her, all these people present on her social media feed. Mm. Wakes up every morning and 70 million people are on her phone. 70 million yeah. people are on her phone? Yeah. Wanting to know what she has to say, talking about her, thinking about her, judging her, yeah. criticizing her. That's a lot. Her work, her art, creating art in the midst of that, feeling yeah. fully and communicating that, performing, dealing with a body that, you know, isn't made to perform at that level without mm. the highest possible training, of going through the emotions of being a teenager, hormonal changes, love, heartbreak, being a family member, learning to be out on your own, figuring out how to make breakfast. Jesus, that's yeah. a lot. That's a yeah. lot. And do you, do you see her, you see her, um, you see her do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, exactly. And I think, um, so, you know, this, this thing, uh, we had a, we did, there's a, a documentary in Robin Williams called Robin's Wish. We had the director on a while back and he said, the thing you have to remember with someone like Robin is, uh, you know, people like that, they have a whole industry around them. There are like 50 to hundred people that just, a lot make pressure. their livings off of them and you know and that was uh it was a lot of pressure on him who was in his already in his 60s i mean here's you see a 16 17 year old child um i mean you document it well there's this like a photo op scene in new york and she's frustrated and it's like everyone wants a piece of her in terms of photos and and just to be able to say they've been stood next to her um and it's this kind of, you know, you've, another scene you document very well is that they're in her brother's bedroom and you've got all these sort of, and I'm sorry to keep using the term middle age. I'm obviously going through a crisis, but I think, uh, you know, these middle age record executives standing in the brother's bedroom talking about the album and how it's got to come out. Yeah, that's a, that's a great scene, but that's her team. I, I, I need oh, team. to okay. show that, um, well, it is. It's, it's, her, it's her team of, uh, uh, from the label and it's her managers mm. and it's her, uh, they are record. There are a, a, a bunch, a few record executives in there, and there's and and her, her label mm -hmm. <clears throat> is is part of Interscope. Um, but but there's the head of her label, Darkroom, Justin Lubliner, and mm -hmm. um, and uh, uh, and and I want to say officially and on the record and for all the world to see that I did not describe them as middle-aged. I don't believe <laughs> they are middle-aged. I believe they are eternally youthful, and okay. I believe that. Justin is uh, is barely out of his twenties, so okay. I want to make that very very clear. <laughs> okay, um, but um, uh, uh, I, yeah, it's you know the the thing about her team, and this isn't. I'll, I'll tell you a story. First night we were filming, very mm. first night we were filming, we uh, we wrapped we wrapped, and we were the crew and I were having a, a beer in the bar at the hotel, and uh, and in came a guy who we recognized from the shoot. It was a, a Billy's guitar tech. Uh, okay. Uh, whose name is Trevor and we were Trevor it's good to see you come and uh, have a beer with us and he sat with us and 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 as the conversation uh, developed I said to him what's the what is the secret here like what's going on what is the key and he said I think the key is two things one is uh, you'll bleep me if I can't say this but I'm going to quote him one is they don't give a fuck speaking of 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 uh, Billy and Phineas one is they don't give a fuck and the other is they're always right. And they have surrounded themselves with adults who recognize those two things. So mm. they listen to them and they support them 
and they make their decisions, particularly Billy's decisions, um, come to pass. And that's what she she has surrounded herself with grownups, uh, adults, mm. not grownups, adults who yeah. who recognize that, but also adults who are comfortable being in a position where they support Billy's vision. Every one of them will tell you this. Billy's the boss. It's not a question and it's not a conflict. And it's, it's that, you know, no one knows her audience better than she does. No one knows her work better than she does. Nobody knows how to present her better than she does. Nobody knows her image. Nobody knows social media better than she does. So these guys, men and women, really support her vision and her vision of how to execute her vision. And that's a big part of, of the, the, the puzzle of who is Billie Eilish. Well, I think that's a, a, a very important point. And it's actually one that, um, you know, her, I think even her, her mother kind of alludes to, well, talks about this as well. Uh, but I mean, what struck me is this, there's this fine line, especially when you're dealing with a child of between encouraging and almost abusing, isn't there? I mean, you know, she's, um, she's, but she puts all this pressure on herself as well. So what do you do? I mean, she, there's that scene where she severely twists an ankle, but the show must go on, you know, and uh, at the same time, kind of, there's this, you know, those around her uh, and, you know, encouraging her and helping her achieve her ultimate, um, her, her best. Um, which is important to have in life, to have our mentors and whatever. And then to, at the same time, you know, this pressure she, as we've already ta- you know, mentioned, that, that she must put on herself, knowing that all these people are working with her and, and she's got and her fan base and, and her desire to, to please them. Yeah, well, I'm 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 going to respectfully disagree just with the 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 use of some of that terminology. I, I she's uh, aiming to achieve greatness. Mm. I mean, she she's like an Olympic athlete. Yeah. I, I don't think we would question the the burden on the Olympic athlete or 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 yeah. the collegiate athlete or, or you know or or anybody who is is aiming to achieve greatness at a at an early age. She's not seven. Yeah. She's um and she's incredibly well supported I think. Um in, again in my experience I don't want to you know but but I again the fact that you and I disagree we we what you see in the film is uh it, 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 the thin line you describe I I I I I bet it's there cuz you you're describing seeing it in the film. It's just not my necessarily my experience. Okay. And I was probably being a little bit ineloquent as I want to do because I think because uh, the thought that actually came to me is I thought when I was having some of these thoughts is, is a, an Olympic gymnast. I mean, and she yeah. is, you know, um, who are actually usually a lot younger. Well, they're not only is. a lot younger, but they're also, she's the coach. Yeah. She, you know, which is what you, you see, you see in the film and it's the point I'm making in this conversation yeah. is that, that, yeah. that, that she's leading this charge. If she, you know, Maggie has said to me a number of times and Patrick's mm. alluded to this, they kind of have designed their their parenting of Billy's success mm. around the idea that if she ever wanted to stop, they they their response would be, "Let's stop," and and that that she does that she, they you know they're they're careful, they're mm. thoughtful, they're frugal, they're you know, and they want to uh, impart that. 
uh, perspective on her. Of course, they recognize she'll make her own decisions in life, and they are, mm. as you see, very, very uh, supportive of that. Um, but uh, I, they, you know, th that's their thought that it's if if she wants to stop. So she, if it ever stops being satisfying, gratifying, something she wants to do. If she wants to take a year off, and that year becomes two or three, so be it. That's up to her. And I think what's also, this film's timely for only in particular, it's by, I think, pure coincidence. We've obviously had the media storm that is uh, framing Britney Spears of the last uh, week or two. And I think this is quite a, um, uh, I haven't seen the, I haven't seen the film, but uh, I mean, I, I, you know, it's, it's quite a contrast in terms of what I understand of that situation and what we see with, uh, with Billy's parents, isn't it? I mean, uh, you know, you'll you'll forgive me. I, I I've I've seen portions of that film. Uh, I'm 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 very empathetic to to what I understand. It's, mm -hmm. It it reveals about um, how how poorly treated Brittany was and has been. But I I don't have any um, expertise either on yeah. on her no, situation or yeah. even on the contents of that yeah. of that film. So. Um, though I've seen moments and uh, and 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 I feel for her and I'm a fan, but I don't want to go before we actually talk about another element of this, which is I think um, how she speaks to her generation. I mean, uh, technically I'm an old Gen Xer, but uh, um, the world doesn't seem it's not very easy for Gen Z, as is mentioned in the film, and yet uh, there's all these pressures. Uh, yet I think they are going to have to save the world, probably. Um, yet a film that I think this is uh, a film that I would I wouldn't be surprised if Gen Z is going to watch this film uh, for many years and go back to it over you know as as they mature and 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 do hopefully save the world. Um, but uh, you know there's there's teenage angst, but there's something more here, isn't there? I mean, we've all I would hate to go through my teenage years again, and I don't think anyone else would either. But uh, uh, except you are the teenage girl, I, for <laughs> I forgot you were saying. But, uh, um, you know, what is, what, what do you think? If you think you've captured that with Gen Z, I mean, those f scenes from the crowds are just incredible. Here's what I want to say. I think there's so much about Billy and her story that is both specific to her moment and to who she is and who her fans are and what her work is and universal. Mm. Uh, there's so much of what she's going through as a teenager that uh, that I recognize as a teenager. I think you recognize. I mm. think future generations will, and past generations will. There's so much to her art that uh, transcends the specificity of mm. the art and the moment, and becomes universal. And I think that's why we're seeing such a, a broad appeal. So, um, and I think yes, her generation is burdened and will be as being called on to save the world. But there, a lot of generations have been burdened and called on to save the world, and and there will and there, the next generation will as well. So I think there is a specific story here, um, mm. and there is a universal story here, and it's part of why it was so deeply gratifying to have the privilege to tell the story because of those two things. Well, I um, I completely agree. I mean, I. I 
certainly didn't want to make it sound like you needed to be a Gen Zer to appreciate this film. I I I thoroughly have enjoyed it, and uh, to be honest, I'm going to watch it again tonight before the screener uh, expires, uh, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, recommend others do as well because I think it's. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, I don't just, it's just so well made and I think it captures so many things and it captures a moment, but yet it's got these universal themes. I think it's, it's what I think, I hope, well, certainly what I love and I know probably you love about uh, documentary filmmaking. Um, I mean, what, what do you want viewers to take away from this film? I really, my only ambition is to have made a, 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 you know, an awesome Mm -hmm. film. So I hope that they uh, experience that this film in whatever way to them is awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and that they, uh, I think that my own personal experience has indeed been that um, different viewings are completely different experiences. And, mm. um, and there's, there is a, there, you know, it, it is a full meal, this movie. It's got many, many aspects to it. And um, so uh, I just hope folks have a good time and uh, have the opportunity to connect to Billy and her, and her music and her art. I want nothing more than that. And enjoy some amazing music, which I was not very familiar with beforehand, but uh, it's, it's incredible. Um, you've got, I mean, one thing I want to say is uh, one thing I love about this film is I think this is one of those where, you know, each time you watch, there's, there's so many great quotes. I, I started writing them down and I just started losing track. But uh, um, I like this one that Phineas says kind of early on where he says, uh, people who don't write songs are always reminded of songs from other songs. Uh, are, do you think that's true about film as well? Because uh, I'm reminded of some other films, but... Uh, you would probably say, no, this one, that's typical of, of, of someone who doesn't make films. What do you, what do you think of that? I, I think music's a funny thing because, uh, because p- people turn on the radio in their car so they think they know how to write a song. You know, we used to, yeah. I've, I've said in the past that like when you're, when you're getting notes, you're going to always get notes on the music and the clothes because everybody has a radio in their car and everybody gets dressed in the morning. Uh, I, I think that filmmaking may be, may be uh, uh, liberated a little bit. But, you know, people, look, we, I love that people are opinionated about movies. That's mm. my favorite thing. I, you know, I, 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 I come from the theater and, and to us, mm. the, you know, we, we long for the days when, you know, Alfred Jarret premiered Ubu and they screamed in the streets and they they shook their fists and they stormed yeah. his his apartment and mm. you know tore down the door. Like we, I want art should could should inspire outrage and and mm. and and battles. And whether that art is film or 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 songwriting or theater, it it you know that's what we want. That's what we want from our culture. We want strong opinions and and um, mm. not not opinions of what is allowed and not allowed, but yeah. of what what the art is saying about the world and about the human condition and and uh, you know that's that's the, 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 I love that stuff. Uh, yeah, I well, and and if you don't mind me saying, I mean, this, the film I kept, and the reason I was kind of alluding to my own uh, myself, I mean, the film I kept thinking of was uh, Don't Look Back. And I don't, I know they're very different films in a lot of ways, but I, you know, I, I think in terms of, I don't know, um, personally a film that will stand the test of time and, you know, 
it demands more. It's a meal, but it's a meal worth having more than once. I'm, I'm <laughs> you know, I would argue. So, um, well, so, great. so thanks again. Um, what's next for you? I mean, you've, you've been a busy man. Um, you deserve a rest, but do you have anything? <laughs> <laughs> no resting. Um, we're, 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 uh, um, life has many adventures. I have a new company called this machine and we have a lot of projects, uh, that are coming up, uh, some that we're announcing any, any moment. I'm, I'm hard at work on, uh, the second season of, of a deer, um, which is this, the series we do for Apple TV plus, And we have some mm. wonderful subjects that we're, um, that we're, we're focused on uh, this year. And um, I have a, uh, a new movie that I'm going to start directing, but we haven't yet announced and a TV series. So there's, I'm busy, uh, but I love it. My family is growing. Uh, we're expecting a, our, our third child in, in, oh, in May. And, congratulations. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll knock on things. We're, 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 uh, we're very excited about that. Our kids are excited to have a, a baby sister. So, uh, you know, uh, just, um, we 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 count our blessings. We count our blessings, and we 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 hope for uh, we hope for healing in our country, which just went through a really 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 rough mm. uh, four years. And uh, and 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 we you know we we as I say we count our blessings and uh, and um, we cheer on democracy. So that that's what's happening around here these days. Okay, well, thank you so much. We've got to wrap. Uh, our time's up. As our your assistant is now if she was visible, would be waving her hands, telling me to wrap up <laughs> now. Um, so thank you, RJ Cutler, director, producer, and writer of Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry, streaming exclusively on Apple TV Plus from February 26th. Uh, we'll see you for the third one next time. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been very thank much you. appreciated. Good luck with everything. And thank you, Francesca. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you. So I'd like to give a shout out to This Is Distorted Studios in Leeds, England, and uh, Freddie Besbrode, our engineer. A shout out to our podcast manager, Nevin Opanovich, who keeps bringing us great guests like RJ. And please remember to like us and share us with your friends and family, wherever you happen to listen or watch podcasts. This is Factual America, signing off. You've been listening to Factual America. This podcast is produced by Almo Pictures, specializing in documentaries, television, and shorts about the USA for international audiences. Head on down to the show notes for more information about today's episode, our guests, and the team behind the podcast. Subscribe to our mailing list or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Alamo Pictures. Be the first to hear about new productions, festivals showing our films, and to connect with our team. Our homepage is alamopictures.co.uk.